0: Manners Matter, navigating etiquette in this Indo-American culture that we have spawned. Get ready to chuckle and nod along with Married to India as we dive into the often amusing world of manners and etiquette across Indian and American cultures. With the holidays just around the corner, join us in a lighthearted exploration of cultural quirks from the surprising to the outright hilarious. We're talking slurping, belching, and everything in between. Whether you are navigating a multicultural family gathering or just curious about the cultural norms, this episode will offer insights, antidotes, and friendly tips to embrace, adapt, and maybe just laugh off those fascinating differences. Tune in for a fun take on manners that just might have saved you from an awkward family moment. Hello everyone and welcome back to Married to India. This podcast is where we celebrate Question and sometimes gently poke fun at the blending cultures in our global village. I'm your host Amy Rigetti, and today, as we gear up for the festive season, let's chat about something that we've all encountered: manners, or sometimes an amusing lack thereof in different cultures. We're diving into those habits that might raise an eyebrow or cause a giggle, and depending on whether you are enjoying Thanksgiving dinner in the U.S. or a festive feast in India, let's grab these etiquette books or throw them out the window, and let's get started. Here we are with the holidays among us and for some it may just be a first get-together while for others many might have already passed quite a few since they've started dating. So it will either be enlightening for some or great laughs for others, but we have all been through it rather from a cross-cultural aspect or any random family guest. And this was something for me personally that whether you find me to be a prude or not, I'll own it. There are just certain things that can really drive people nuts, such as eating with your mouth open or full and making noise like you're eating from a trough and drinking a beverage and hearing the slurp and then the <sniffs> yeah nobody wants to hear that these are just such hard things to be ignored especially when the table might be quiet and there's not conversation going on and this was something that originally my father-in-law did a lot when the kids were old enough I'm not going to take shame I used to let them do the correcting they it was just stuff that they learned. Like we would teach them, don't talk with your mouth full, or you know you shouldn't be slurping your food, or don't blow bubbles with your straw type of thing. So, in very fun ways, I it wasn't like I was letting our kids tell elders how to behave, but we would jovially let them tell my father-in-law. My father-in-law would sometimes get a real kick out of it because he would burp, and the kids, you know, especially Babaka would look at him and be like. And he would be, sorry, sorry, princess, sorry. And it was so cute, just the way he would just own it. And there were no awkward feelings that were made because often enough, there are a lot of times that kids just can tend to correct people in the most innocent way. And we just kind of embrace that. But seriously, let's set the scene at the dinner table. In India, some traditional dining practices like eating with the hands or occasional slurping of delicious curries are common. But in the US, this might be seen as less than polite. And then there's the symphony of belches and burps. And as it's a sign of satisfaction in many Indian households, Yet a party foul in the American setting. And how do we navigate this? Well, context is key. Remember when in Rome, or should I say when in Mumbai, do as Mumbai cars do. But what about those, let's say, louder expressions of bodily functions? We're talking about those burps and, dare I say, farts that somehow just slip out. I mean, srinu will honestly come from the gym on some days and he's like, yeah somebody did that. And I'm like, did that? And I'm like, yeah, we're all sitting there. And I think that she knew she did it, but she just kept on going like nothing even happened. And I will crack up because if anybody really knows know he's so innocent the way he says things, but we will just bust out laughing because it's just hilarious how the way some people handle it. But um, from our side, I don't think we would ever call anybody out in public like that, but it's just so funny how they just, like I said, slip out. And in some parts of India, a burp after a meal can be a compliment to a chef, a sign you're well-fed and content. But in the U.S., you might get some raised brows or even embarrassed glances. My tip, if you're a guest, follow the host's lead. And if you're hosting, maybe a gentle, humorous heads up, about your cultural norms can break the ice and always a discreet excuse me goes a long way no matter where you are but the funny story about this and Srinu's first experience in this unusual habit here in America is when Brittany was little she was like two and a half three years old she used to anytime she would have to pass gas she would run into the bathroom and she would excuse me and then like a minute later if she had to pass gas she would run into the bathroom and she'd excuse me and Srinu would ask me is she okay? I'm like, oh yeah, she's fine. But like, she's just very conscious about if she has to pass gas or she'll just run in the bathroom and do it and then she'll come back out. And he just thought it was the funniest, but the cutest thing ever. But that was just something very much when she was younger, it wasn't something that I shamed her about, but it was just... Um one of those things that that's kind of how we brought up our kids. I've been around a lot of people and they will just some of them will even lift their leg and just let it rip and they just think it's funny, but it's very hard especially when you have small kids. You raise them to believe that way and act that way. It's almost like I feel like people sometimes just don't even know how to behave when they're in a certain environment. And it's different if you know your environments and you behave, but sometimes that just doesn't come naturally for everybody. So it was something we felt was important in teaching our kids. So beyond the dining table, there's a whole world of etiquette to explore as well. And in India, it's not common to see people speaking loudly on their phones or jumping cues. But while in the U.S., these acts are frowned upon, like one of the big problems I had in the U.S. when when I first came here was you can't cut the line. Like People don't cut the line whether you're in a wedding buffet line or you're in a line for the checkout or you're in the line for returning something or you're in line at an amusement park. Like People will beat you down if you start jumping the line. One bad experience that I had was at Ikea. Oh, my gosh. We were in line, and this Indian man, and I know the culture, right, so I'm understanding, but he had jumped the line, and I had saw the guy behind him getting really upset. There were a couple others, but the others were not as bold as to speak it out loud. But the one guy, he jumped him and he was like, dude, you can't do that. Get to the back of the line. It starts there. Um, My heart almost sank for him, but it's also one of those things where people will just correct you. And rather than just having that embarrassment happen, that's something while acceptable in India, it's not acceptable here. And I like to always tell people, just be mindful of your environment, know where you are and act accordingly. And the is to be observant and adaptive and when you're unsure just a good rule of thumb is to err on the side that of what you might see more respectful and hey if you slip up a smile and an apology is good enough and And your best friends. So just be mindful of that because in our home, for instance, Srinu and I have our own blend of East meets West etiquette. And thankfully, it aligned because I'm surely not trying to say that this is an Indian thing or put this on Indians in general. I think that it's done everywhere, but I've seen it here in our home. And this is just instinctively one of the things that I've noticed. And in the US, I I know that amongst couples, it's kind of a freedom ring type of thing, but you just have to know what you're comfortable with. And this was something that was a big deal to us. I felt it was worthy of having a conversation, doing a podcast about, um, because outwardly discussing this from the get go is just about respecting things when you're dating and just getting an understanding of what you guys feel is acceptable and not. And this could spark quite, quite the debate. And so Again, I personally feel it's gross, disrespectful. And for my mindset, I just feel that like you should handle yourself appropriately, given that we do not live in the wild. Um, so whether you guys want to beat me over the head for this one, it is definitely one of those things. I would love to hear y'all's put feedback on it, but This is our situation and we've created a space that respects both of our backgrounds and upbringing in a way that's respectable and teaches our kids how to be polite and respected in the space that surrounds them. And it's about just finding a middle ground. You guys do you, it's your house, you can do whatever you want. But this was just one of those funny conversations that I thought, You know, maybe it's okay to slurp that delicious spaghetti, but we definitely agree to say excuse me after a burp. And it's all about creating a comfortable space for both of us. And it often involves a lot of laughter and understanding. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of today's light... Hearted journey through the maze of manners and etiquette in Indian and American cultures. And remember, what might be a faux pas in one culture could be a compliment in another. And it's all about perspective, understanding, and a really good sense of humor. And whether you're navigating a multicultural gathering this holiday season or just enjoying the diversity of everyday life, keep an open mind and a ready smile, embrace the differences, and don't be afraid to laugh at life's little slip ups they make for the best stories. And if today's chat struck a chord, and if you got your own funny tales of cultural mix-ups to share, don't forget to hit that subscribe and share your stories with us. Let's keep celebrating the unique, sometimes quirky, but always beautiful blend of cultures that enrich our lives. Until next time, this is Mary Tindia wishing you joyous gatherings and etiquette adventures. Stay kind, stay curious, and always stay culturally savvy.